Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up, the journey begins now. Welcome back to our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. We are here again doing this podcast to deliver some more values to you guys. I got to check. How are you? I was going to call you Zach, but how are you, Sam? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing well, Fitz. Uh, For those that caught that or didn't, um, Zach is my stage name for whenever I'm impersonating Zach Efron. Apparently, we have a resemblance, but I'm still waiting to find it myself. So... (laughs) But no, I'm doing good, man. I It is Friday Eve, so happy on the Thursday nights to be able to record this with you. How are you doing? I am good. Yeah, I mean, we have this joke going, so we'll we'll find out. And this is how we, we have fun with this podcast, right? We call each other's names. We have a good time, and everything just flows. Well, for me, I am very excited because we are going to talk about the title of our podcast today. We're going to be talking about generosity. And this one is a really good topic and a very interesting one. And I think both of us are passionate about it because how can we be generous without being grateful? How do we practice generosity, especially if we only have 24 hours a day? When do we know if it's too much? So it's something that we're going to dive into it and get some few examples. And of course, Sam and I always have we always deliver through our conversations and it kind of just keeps flowing at that point, right? So for us, it's this is the value that we want to deliver to you guys. Yeah, I want to know, Sam, is your meaning of what is it to you to be generous and the definition of your own personal selves of generosity? Definitely an important place to start. So for myself, the, the thing that I, I kept thinking on whenever we were going to speak on this topic was how, how do you define like being generous versus like specifically solving a problem for someone potentially. Sure. And so kind of the, the definition that I came up with was giving to others, whether or not we know they're in need. So it's, it's mm. this open form of giving where we haven't like identified whether or not the person needs something potentially before we've decided to be generous Um, And I think that that's just where kind of that open willingness to help other people really gives us an ability to be generous in all situations. And then it's also good to help people that are are in need for sure. But this kind of concept of like just being willing to help anyone, regardless of like what, if you know their whole situation or not, and and just being willing to do that. So that's kind of my thought process on it, but I want to, I want to hear yours. No, I want to acknowledge that because one of the things that kind of stuck with me when you said that is also, and I know without you saying it, I already know that that's what you're thinking because you're being generous without any expectations in return. And that's one of the things that I want to talk about in this podcast, because we'll dive into it more later on and we'll circle back to it, but remind me to talk about that because I want to make sure that we've covered that later on to this podcast. For me, my spin to it is I think it, generosity is this feeling that fills your soul and gives you the validation that you have something to be grateful for. And here's why. When we are grateful for something, we want to be generous more to others. So it's almost connecting 
that sharing of generosity of what you currently have. The way I see it, generosity is the result of the gratitude that we have. So if you have so much gratitude, you want to be more generous. You want to keep on giving because you have so much gratitude in you that it, you're so filled with it that it becomes generosity. Does that make sense? Why are you yes. smiling? Because, because you segued into my next point. <laughs> Sooner or later, people are going to start to question whether or not we plan this out. But I, I promise so far it's not planned out. <laughs> okay, well, before you get into that segue, yeah. I, I want to get into just a little bit of the two definition of instant generosity and invested generosity. For me, an example that I think about when I say instant generosity, sorry, I'm trying to make sure that's not on the background. <laughs> you know, for me, instant generosity is the simplest thing that you just give away, saying good morning to someone, smiling to someone, opening doors, saying thank you. It's all the polite way. And invested generosity goes so much deeper the way I see it. I mean, it doesn't have to be material things. It doesn't have to be a tangible thing. It could be an acknowledgement, making people feel love and value. Listening is a form of generosity for me. It's when it's thoughtful. It's when there's deeper meaning to it. And an example of it is I have a friend that has a daughter and it was raining one day and, and she said, you know, I didn't know with the whole COVID situation, my five-year-old daughter didn't have any umbrella and I don't know how to get her to her room from the gate. So now she has to run with a raincoat. And then her birthday came a week later. We got to the birthday party and everybody's like, she's filled with toys. And then here's Fitz, got a present that is a raincoat and a little umbrella that is frozen, <laughs> right? So for me, it was a little odd to begin with because for me, it's super usual to just get into the toys aspect of kids. But for me, I said, she's going to love this. So after I gave that present, the mom was like, yes, this is so thoughtful. This is like no one ever listened. Like you actually was. So for me, that's something that an invested generosity because I was able to listen. And she said, with all the toys, this is probably the best thing because I didn't even think of it. Now we can't, I don't have to worry about her getting wet when it's like raining. So like things like that, when, when that's an invested generosity for me, like remembering someone's name, you know, like, thoughtful about all that so but but yeah i'll, I'll shut up now I'll, I'll let you know i'll let yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> no it's a great example because you you even explained it the way that i was going to elaborate is like you had to put thought into it so very clearly you invested time it wasn't just a quick you know you see someone like you said say hi or open the door which is a more like instant you actually took the time to think about like solving a, a problem or a solution for her and what was actually going to be most beneficial as a gift. And that's, that's a total other form of generosity. And I love that you've, you know, kind of segmented them into two different types. Cause it is good to know, like you can be generous in both ways, but the, I want to hear your segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you had mentioned, you had mentioned this, this word of like being able to like fill others up. And, and I don't know if that's exactly how you said it, but it triggered my, literally my next point that I had written down was you have to be generous with yourself so that you can be generous with others. There's a certain level of good and positivity that you need to 
install in yourself. So that way you have the ability to then share that with others. You know, like it's kind of like in the airplane, you know, you, you put your own mask on before you help someone else. Right. And it's not selfish. It's actually very selfless because then you're more capable to assist other people in the same way with generosity, taking the time to, you know, maybe check out a previous episode on self-care and learn how to do that. So that way you can be present. You can be more able to help people because you're, you're mentally more stable. You're, you know, happier. Hopefully you're able to access that gratitude that you were talking about earlier. And I think that actually helps us be more generous and do it with a light heart that then feeds into what you also shared when it comes back to you in that fulfillment, it fills you up again. So it's, it's a, it's a good cycle of like, you know, water flowing into one cup, that cup flowing into another one. And then, you know, defy laws of physics, but like somehow the last cup fills back into you. (laughs) Yes. And I would build that up more by saying that with that generosity, you truly feel that your generosity is coming from within. And it's not superficial that, oh, I'm just going to do this because this is the right thing to do. It's actually more willingly and intentionally what you want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like you're operating off of uh, a feeling as opposed to like a logic. Oh, I wonder if this is the right thing to do. Yes, I should do this thing. And then you're like, I am identifying as being generous. (laughs) It's more like you just feel like, I see someone that might need some help. I just want to go help them. I want to do this act of kindness for them for potentially no reason. That's where the the generosity can come from. And it can have a reason. It's just, it's a combination of all of it. And you can't do that, I may add, if you don't have that grounding and you feel grounded once you fulfill your self-care. Man, yep. we're doing all these marketing. I love it. <laughs> I'm learning from the marketing king right now. <laughs> Well, no. Okay. So I'm going to touch into a little bit of a sensitive segue into generosity, because how do we know if we're giving too much? Because if you give too much, it will really drain you. So how do we know and how do we find that within ourselves? And for me, I have to say, it's funny because I was just listening to one of the teachings of Simon Sinek regarding egalitarian versus equal. So the way he explains this egalitarian relationship is in, in a couple or a friendship or family, whoever you have a relationship with. Egalitarian is something that I cook, you do the dishes. It's not equal, right? Because they're not doing the same thing, but they're doing the same effort, but it doesn't transactionally have metrics or how many things we touch. So you do the same thing. And I completely agree with that. And I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers here which i'm sure you like <laughs> Do it. ruffle some feathers <laughs> ruffle away <laughs> you know i just think for me i do not operate into equal mode i just i just never have you know and just the way i do things if i've done a hundred things for someone and you only done one i will not even question you for me that's just the way i see it and the moment that one time i feel that i'm going to need help on something or need someone I have to be confident, not expecting and no expectation, but I just want to make sure that I'm confident. I'm going to rephrase. I'm confident without a shadow of a doubt that you will be there, you know, because I consider that as balance, but that's, that's how I see things. You know, I made this mistake so much where I give and give and give. And then I always end up getting so hurt in the end because I realize they're not really there for me. So 
the reason why I know in content that my friendship is now earned, because when you become part of my circle, I will do absolutely the best thing to be generous that I can for you. But I'm going to get deeper here a little bit. When an energy is one-sided, and if I come to a realization that if I never pick up the phone, will I ever hear from someone because it's super one-sided? If the answer is no, it sounds so harsh, then but maybe we don't have a real friendship for me, you know? And I'm going to... And then dive deeper and then I'll shut up, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call you. You know, Zach, I, I was going to call you Zach. But Sam, I love giving and you know that, you know. You do. I don't mm-hmm. anything back. I, I, but I need to have the confidence that a friend is actually going to be there and it's not transactional. So for me, the way I see generosity is that when I have that gratitude and I am giving, the awareness also comes in because that's where you find a silver lining. And I don't think a silver lining is bad, you know, because you have to be able to see when it can drain you. So, but yeah, that's my riff. I gotta, I gotta get off. That was a great riff. (laughs) (laughs) You got, you sparked a lot of thoughts and I just wanted to key in on one point. Um, cause we could go really deep in everything you just shared. I know, I know. We gotta be careful. that, That you could go on a lot of cool tangents with that. The point though, that you made where it was like, for instance, in, in like a relationship, if someone does cooking, someone does cleaning, someone does bills, someone charge of taking out the trash, like you said, they're not equal tasks, but it's, it's what's the overall goal. And I was just thinking to myself, if our entire world operated on that level of equal, mm-hmm. that would be terrifying because <laughs> you do not want me flying your plane <laughs> And landing you on your next trip to Florida or wherever you're going, because that would be terrifying for everyone involved. Nor do you want me in the operating room performing brain surgery, because I am not equal to the person doing that task. Exactly. (laughs) Now, okay, those are extreme examples, but like that's, that's the thought process I think of when leaning into our strengths and, and becoming the best versions of ourselves means that we should be able to do something more effectively or uh, more efficiently, whatever, you know, way it comes, comes out than someone else, because that's the talent, that's the strength that we've either developed or, you know, we've honed and, and kind of seen that that's the route we should apply it in. So that I think in a way being generous with our own talents, our own gifts, whatever it is for each person, like, in my mind, a doctor is actually being very generous because they're investing a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of schooling and, and you know, the investment financially to get the, the schooling to do that sort of thing. So there's, there's so many forms of generosity that you just thought of or made me think of whenever you talking about the different types of like equal versus versus not. So riff yeah, <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> the riff to riff, but, um, but no, I, I, unless you want to share more on that, I, I have a couple examples that I want to lean into. So one thing uh, for the people that have been listening consistently, they're going to think this whole show is about my grandmother. Cause I always use her as an example, but uh, I'm going to start with her for one. So she was actually a single mother, you know, with my mom growing up. So she raised her and she worked for you know over 45 years, not including the years that she uh, lied about her age when she was in a family of 12 that had just emigrated to the, the United States. But let me let me stop you there, because my next question is what you could still keep going on the story. But get this. It's going to blow your mind. You know, you want to know what my next question was after if I get a chance. Go for it. 
what is your most childhood memories that highlighted generosity? And you're like talking about it. So I, that's what I have to say. So just do it. <laughs> so continue answering the question that you had. Yeah. Asked it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so, so she, you know, she worked very hard to provide for my mom and herself and, you know, financially, you know, she took care of, of everything that they needed. And, and something I learned about actually two weeks ago, maybe one week ago was that during the time where she was raising my, my mom, they actually sponsored a family from Vietnam Mm -hmm. and the whole family came over. And before they like were able to help them get a place, they lived with my mom and my grandma at their apartment. And then the, the father ended up becoming a professor and the whole family ended up doing really well. So that was just one form of generosity that like, I keep finding these little like nuggets that she's done throughout her life that always are super cool. But on top of that, something I always noticed with her is that she just loves people so much that when I was in grade school and middle school, she would come up to the school and volunteer her time for free Mm -hmm. to help teach kids that were maybe struggling in like different classes, how to read, or maybe how to do some basic math stuff. And she did that for years with no, no reason to just the, she just wanted to. And so I think naturally I've learned some form of generosity and just wanting, cause I have this like itch to always just want to help people. And I think what I'm learning more and more is a big talent or skill or purpose of mine is to be a listening ear for people. Cause I really enjoy listening to others and um, giving them that space to speak. So I, I think that more and more I'm learning um, something as simple as like tipping someone at a restaurant, like tip them well, especially if they did a good job. But like, that's always been something I've learned from, from my grandma, my family in general, but I just keep learning about more and more of these examples from her. And they keep inspiring me to find uniquer ways to like, or more unique ways to be generous. So that's such a good, insightful story, because I think it's the reason why you are generous the way you are today. A good listener, I could validate that. I mean, you guys, to all our listeners out there, if you don't know, if you know Sam, if he talks to you, he doesn't blink. He's just so focused that <laughs> you just spill your water. <laughs> got to remember to blink sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he was just drinking water. He almost spilled it. Um, but, <laughs> but yes, Sam, you're doing a good job on that because you really, you're such a good listener. I love your intentions too, because every time there's always something that you want to help with, you're talking to either me or somebody or somebody that you know, or that we've met. So I could see that. I could attest that that's probably what inspired you to be generous because of this environment that you surrounded yourself from your childhood memories all the way up to now. Would you say that? Absolutely. It's been the, it's kind of like the example and what I've seen and not even, I wouldn't say it's like a standard, but it's just what what I've seen, like, this is what you do. It's not like a question of should you do this or should you not? It's, it's just what you do. And am I perfect? No, I don't want people to think that I'm like this crazy, like generous person and like, you know, saving the world and like all that stuff. I just think that, and this is the point that I kind of wanted to lead into also. I really think that whatever we're given is to find out how that can be a gift or a service to others. Because some people... And when I say given, I don't mean like handed to you. I mean, what is your current situation? What are you working towards? If you've worked toward like super success in the financial space or just absolute wisdom in terms of like 
you know, maybe meditation or just like very grounded in your faith, or maybe you're extreme athlete, whatever you've got going on. Or if you have a wonderful family and a home life and people look up to you in many regards in your community, whatever talent that is that you have, I feel like that's the thing that we're supposed to be generous with to other people. So if it's, if you don't have a lot of money, you can be generous with your time, with your words, with your praise of others. If you have a lot of money, you can still do those things, but you can also be generous with your money and, and support the causes or the, the missions that you want to be or, or whatever it is. But I just think that we all have the ability, no matter you know how we are in financial positions to really be generous. It doesn't just have to be money. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so many ways, right? Like I said earlier, the acknowledgement, the even just remembering someone's name is an act of generosity, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's such a insightful story when you said that, because I think we are formed and bound by the way of our childhood memories. And one of them is being generous, right? For myself, I've grown up with around people with just like my, your grandmother, like my mom, we teach catechism ever since I was eight years old to all these poor kids that lives in a railroad tracks. So it's very, it's something that we are both really proud of, of what we've become. And, and that is a, such a good thing. But before we wind down, do you have any other, as we close and wrap up this episode, I was about to say therapy again. This episode, episode, I mean, I think we forget that we're actually being recorded and that it's actually getting released to the public, you know? So you guys, but (laughs) (laughs) I have to remember people actually listen to this, but um, (laughs) so as we close down, what is your um, closing coming from your heart? Um, Sam and honestly, two, two quick stories are what's on my heart. Um, one I actually read about today that I wanted to share that just thought was a really prime example. Cause it's easy to like talk about like, yeah, you should be generous. You should do stuff with your money. You should this or that. That's not what I'm, I'm not trying to like preach or teach anyone that like everyone should do whatever their heart really feels. But the story that I came across was about a cashier at a grocery store in in a country in Europe. And it's kind of like a local market type place. And he noticed there was a elderly gentleman who was, you know, trying to pay for his groceries. He was like swiping his card. He was kind of getting a little flustered by it, maybe even frustrated. So the cashier went ahead and and he was like, Oh, sir, let me see your card. And he saw that it was being declined, Mm -hmm. but the, the older gentleman, he didn't understand what that meant. He thought his card was just, not going in the slot correctly. So the cashier went ahead and pulled out his card and paid for it with his own money, gave the guy's card back. And he said, all right, it's, you're all taken care of. Thanks for your business and have a good rest of your day. Well, he never told anyone about that. The old man didn't know there was no, you know, like big deal at that very moment. However, someone had literally saw the older man getting like flustered and frustrated and happened to start filming the situation, Hmm. caught the cashier in a good way on camera doing this and, and saw him pull out his card and swipe it. Amazing. That person put it online and actually submitted it to the company as like, you know, pr- like praise this person for their act of generosity. And so he got uh, the employee of the month. And then they also started a new program for being generous and like acts of kindness. The point of it being like, no, you're not supposed to like buy everyone's groceries, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. 
he just identified the situation and he didn't want credit. He didn't expect or want anything in return. But the thing that's interesting is oftentimes what, you know, whether you, for all the listeners out there, whether you, you know, believe in God or, you know, you have faith or if you don't, and you really just believe in like the laws of the universe, either way, I, I think it's all true <laughs> that what you put out into the universe comes back tenfold. And so like this, you know, cashier just literally paid for the man's groceries. Who knows how much it was? I can't imagine it was a lot, but he paid for it, not expecting anything. He gets employee of the month and he got rewarded and potentially even promoted because of it. That's just one really cool, unique thing. And the other, the other story I want to share real quick is one of the best experiences that I've had was actually when I was volunteering in high school with special needs kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't I probably need a whole episode just to talk about that experience. So I'm not going to do it here, but teaser for future oh, episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that whole experience of volunteering my time and, and working with those kids, it literally impacted me to the point of like knowing that I want to work in and start a nonprofit in the future for special needs individuals and like work on different programs um, in all different types of ways to, to do so. And that type of generosity, I didn't realize would impact me in that way, but it really did change trajectory and the thought process in my own life without me even having the intention of it doing so. So that those two situations really sum up what I think is on my heart. And I feel like I've never regretted being generous. So Fitz, I want to, that's enough about me. I want to know what's on your heart. No, but I want to know, I want to say that that's really refreshing. It really fills up your soul, right? Like mm-hmm. act of generosity is, is something that really just makes you feel fucking good (laughs) (laughs) but no thank you sam i i I appreciate that i'm sorry if i cussed but uh, (laughs) i think that's the first in this in our podcast but it may be you may you may have broken the broken the line there that's good someone had to (laughs) (laughs) we can now put e in our podcast (laughs) right (laughs) um so no for me just what's coming from my heart is there's something good in every day. It's there, right? You can only be generous towards others if you're grateful for what you have and what life has given you. It's just a real thing, right? And that's the way we act as a generosity. So I think it's a continuous cycle between generosity and gratitude. The more grateful we are, the more generous we wanna become. And even if you just see, like just hearing your story, it's like, huh, I'm like, I wanna be nicer. You know, I want to be that guy, you know, or because it's just, and it feels good when you feel that because you know, it's coming from a great place. The more people that will be generous to us, it just feels good when somebody does something nice for us with nothing in return. And that I could talk about that. And you could feel that for all our listeners out there, like when was the last time that someone did something nice to you without any expectations? And how did you feel about it? Right. You could feel that warm. You could feel that heartfelt feeling after. So if we recognize that feeling, it makes us want to give more. So for me, don't be afraid to give. It's, I firmly believe that it's actually mother's nature way trying for us to look after one another. That's just for me. So lean into it to God or the universe or whoever you believe in, because you will always know and you will always feel good giving. That's for me. Well said. Very well said. <laughs> You're the best, Sam. <laughs> but yes, I mean, that that's just, that's for me, you know, and that's really coming from, from my heart when, when, when I thought about generosity and, but yeah, 
Should we wrap it up? I think it's time. It's time. Well, then, you know what? I'll give you the floor for content. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Got to let know. Got to let people know where they can find us. So, if you want to contact us directly, that is our email at alohafitsam at gmail.com. Or on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest at Enroute to Success 365 or individually at Fitz DeSanto and Sam Boyer on LinkedIn. Thank you, Sam. And we always end our podcast on things that we are grateful for. What are you grateful for today, Mr. Boyer? Honestly, I was, I was, we know we're going to have this question. So I'm like trying to think about it before, <laughs> before know, the episode. I, and I tell Fitz this, I kind of like choosing on the spot because I'm like, oh, it's the most real thing that I'm grateful for. But honestly, I'm just, I'm grateful that we are, we're aligning on so many things that we talk about when we're conversing. Cause it just makes like your thoughts energize my thoughts. And then I can go on a whole other riff that I feel <laughs> is valuable. And then it does the same thing for you. So I'm just really like grateful for where we've gotten to in, in our discussion so far. I feel like we're both fairly comfortable and like energized when we're talking here. And, and I think that it's really going to continue to add a lot more value for all our listeners. So I'm just really happy and like happy and grateful for where it's at. 100%. For me, I am grateful for people's willingness to be generous. Generally. That's just something that I've always recognized. And also I'm thankful for friends that call me back and, <laughs> <laughs> and really think about you. Right. So that for me, I'm very grateful for that. And, and you're right, Sam, and I'm going to share this story. You might not like it, but um, for our listeners, Sam and I have this discussion in our one of our text messages where God created two of us. He put one in the U.S. and he put <laughs> <in> the Philippines, <laughs> but decided, you know what? They could actually make people better by being together and, and joining forces. And I firmly believe that, Sam. So thank you for that friendship. Of course. No. And I'm glad you shared that. It's a, <laughs> we, were, we were joking, but I really do think it's true. And and to all the listeners who are friends with Fitz, if you didn't catch his uh, sly little remark, if you're friends with him, make sure you call him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways, but um, all right, well, let's put our outro. Remember guys, even small victory is worth, worth to be grateful for more episodes coming in. Listen to us guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.